but we're talking about motivate and not only are we talking about motivate but we're really talking about how to get the person across the table from you to do what you want them to do and i know it sounds selfish because we just had an episode of how to make sure people across the table are not getting you to do what you don't necessarily want to do so now we're kind of giving you the other side of this to make sure you not only have that piece but you have this piece as well because the world needs balance so let's jump into it Hold your station, this education is relevant. The motivation through conversation is evident. We're talking spiritual body, mind, development. This is the manhood experiment. The manhood experiment. The manhood Before we continue, we need your help. We'd like to reach more like-minded people just like you and share our knowledge on personal growth, health, and success. So can you do us a favor and in your podcast app, hit the subscribe button and give us a five-star review and leave us an encouraging comment. Do it right now while you listen to this episode. That will help us know you're listening and that you care, and a little action will help us reach more folks. Now back to our show. Welcome back on today's episode of The Manhood Experiment. I'm your boy, Big Dreams, and on today's episode, I just want to get you motivated because I'm motivated, so I want to help you find ways to motivate others. Have you ever just been in a situation where you can't get people to move or get them off their butts to just get going? You got a task that you want to accomplish. You got things that you're trying to get done and you just need a little help. You just need a little assistance from the person across the table from you, from your partner to your left, to your right. You're like, hey, if we do this together, we could really move a lot faster. If this is you, if I'm talking to you, this episode would definitely help you. I'm going to give you some tips and some tricks and some tools to help you really understand the person across the table from you, help you understand how to get them to move and even influence them in a way to get some things done that could benefit them, but may also benefit you ultimately. So it's a little bit more selfish uh, episode than we normally go through because we're talking about us, you, me, I, all those pronouns. But before we dive into it, I got to check in with my boys. So... Who we got up here? We got my man, T-Rex. We got J-Dragon. How y'all feeling, fellas? Yo, what's up? Jay looking a little sleepy over here. Oh, please. Uh, no, I've been running on fumes for the last few weeks, traveling quite a bit. Like, I guess that's the, the name of the game lately. But no, man, I, life, life is good. Just uh, loving this season of life and excited to, to hear somebody that's this licensed and authorized to spit this fire. Um, it's already <laughs> contagious. I'm feeling it come through, so... Yes, sir. We're talking about Motivate. T, how you been? I've been good. We haven't connected for a while. It's been almost like three weeks or something. Mm. I had friends over here in Vegas over the weekend. Yeah, so I was a bit tired myself, lost a couple of days of sleep, but still recovering. But Dreams, what you're talking about is really Leadership 101 here, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, but before we get into the topic, we have to hear about you. Of course, <laughs> yes. of course. Yeah, Stephen Covey, it's one of the books I read in the past. I thought I'd bring it to today's episode. But as far as me, man, your boy is good. I've been really diving into preparation of uh, software and all the pieces that come to that. You got to update this. You got to update that to make sure you can really be your best self and providing a great service, right, to your clients. So if you don't know, I do music and I'm also a producer and engineer and I just opened a studio in San Diego. So that's been one of my passion projects lately, getting me in the zone and motivated to move forward. <laughs> so do you have a, a website about that music studio or is it still 
So the website's not completed yet. So we did a soft okay. opening about two about two weeks ago. We don't do a basically your main open until about another week. That's when I'm updating all the software before I'm like, all right, come on in, check us out, set up, you know, book us online. So that's the next piece of this project. Just reverse engineering this thing. Nice. <laughs> but I'm excited about it. I'm I'm motivated. I'm hype as you hear. <laughs> Just get to this next part of life. Um, family's good. Baby boy's been dealing with little respiratory things, but he's healthy. He's smiling through the whole process. I'm happy. He's blessed. Baby girl is just as crazy and silly. She's really mini me. <laughs> She's mini me. I see it. It's fun to watch you guys. You guys got a good energy. You guys are out and about. And I get a little sneak peek into the future to, to see what's going to be like for little daddy's girl. Oh, man. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. Hold on. You ain't saying nothing, are you? Hold on. What's oh no 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 oh well we well, I still got my little my little girl we yeah we okay one I was is like the, you one got is all one. we got for now <laughs> <laughs> okay bet 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 one yeah. is a lot for I was now, going yeah. to say I was like you yeah. already daddy's girl <laughs> girl's daddy yeah <laughs> okay yeah. man let's get into this episode we could chat all day these are my boys let's man I love these guys um so today like I said we're talking about motivate and not only are we talking about motivate but we're really talking about how to get the person across the table from you to do what you want them to do. And I know it sounds selfish because we just had an episode of how to make sure people across the table are not getting you to do what you don't necessarily want to do. So now we're kind of giving you the other side of this to make sure you not only have that piece, but you have this piece as well because the world needs balance. So let's jump into it. Right now, what brought this episode along? I'm in my 30s now, right? So I realized kind of in my teenager years, I was putting some things down and I was always finding a way to get people to move and do the things I wanted them to do. You know, I just thought it was my good looks and boys charm. But as I got older, you know, you progress and you find out what are you good at? What are my natural talents, my natural skills that just come based on my life experiences, right? You kind of want to break it down into a science. So I did this for you. I took my quote-unquote superpower. We all have them in life. You're good at something that, that's exceptionally great that nobody else is good at or can do the way that you do it. And you break it down into a science. You find out why it works. And that's what I did for you today. And I wanted to break that down so you have a step-by-step of how to motivate people, right? So now some may see this as you know being manipulative, right? Because there's a specific way of how to get people to move and do the things you want. But I see it as more of a a gift and something that, you know, you want to use with caution. What they say uh, in Spider-Man, friendly neighborhood spider, he says, with great power comes great responsibility. So don't just be going out here manipulating people because I'm giving you the keys. I'm giving you the secret sauce right now. Okay. (laughs) All right. So to do this, I kind of got to break it down. One of the things I really like to do is going to like the CSI movies, and they talk about motivation. Every time they have one of these stories, they always say, well, what was the motive, right? And that just gets me excited. And I'm, I love these thrillers when they find out what's the motive, these crime novels. And you find what the motive was, because once you get that, you're like, I know, you know, that sounded horrible, but once you get the motive, you find out what they were actually trying to accomplish why they were doing it the way they were doing it. And you find out the interest of what actually caused the action or the 
Big Diamond be stolen and how they stole the diamond in the first place or if they were really actually going after this guy, that guy. I, I don't want to lose you. So let's jump into tip number one. All right. So but before I jump in, I got to ask a round table, my boys. Quick question. T-Rex, you have multiple successful businesses. Why? Just going to leave that on the table. I would say it's different motivations. For example, this podcast that we have, one of it is I just wanted to express myself, my voice, and I wanted to collaborate with you guys and put something out in the world versus staying behind the scenes with my other businesses. The other reason for having other businesses too is the thrill of it and financial security. But I would say those are some of the biggest motives behind there. So financial security and then another was mm -hmm. stepping out in front of the business as yeah. opposed to just being behind the season all the time. And that mm -hmm. may even connect to maybe a personal motivation of yours as well. But me right. just getting the base of that is actually part of the tip number one that I'm going to explain to you. Jay Dragon, I'm going to ask you the same question. You are an expert yeah. in fitness and physical health, right? So why did you take yeah. this personal interest in this field as concise as possible? You know, I like to think that it was, I mean, partly being selfish. It's a lot of people that specialize in health or behavior coaching. It was an issue that they solved for themselves. And I get such a high off of sharing that with people. And I like to think of it as a gift. You know, I think that I get fired up when I can deliver those aha moments or see people shift and just get more out of their potential. So for mm -hmm. me, I've tried other things, chased money, business, all that, and, I, and all those things help keep you moving forward. But, you know, I feel like if you know your gifts and what you're capable of, like doing anything else but that is is selling yourself short and sacrificing the gift. So it really fuels me. So on days when I am having a tough day or I'm running into challenges, it's still on my own terms, essentially. Mm. And I get to do something that it's easier to call on that energy when I'm motivated by that bigger purpose. Okay. So the first piece that I did um, here, so if you really want to know how to get people to do what you want them to do, you first have to learn their motives. That's why I was tapping yeah. into all these mm -hmm. questions, the CSI and everything. They're like, well, why did he steal it? They always tap down into the motive. So with Jay, he just has a passion to help people. He has to see them grow. Maybe it's a piece of knowing that he has a way to influence people in a positive way in this world. And with you know, T, he said, hey, I'm tired of just kind of being in the background. I want to step in the front of this thing and see how I can help people be a face, not just build the business, but actually lead it from a different standpoint. And knowing these motives allows you to understand the person. So if you're listening, you're not just mm -hmm. listening to what they're saying, but you're listening to possibly why they're saying it and what does it really connect to at the root. So that's the first tip number one. I call it observational questioning. So after you find out, say, a person's passion project and what they're passionate about, I jumped in and the secret sauce and the skill is the compliment. I first complimented him. I said, Jay, you're an expert in fitness and physical health. So I observed that. That means that it came off sincere because it was sincere. I noticed something about him. And then because of that, he was comfortable enough to open up about that topic. The next thing I noticed was the uh, relevance to the individual, right? It has to be relevant to that individual. It just can't be something out of the blue. A compliment mm -hmm. can only go so far if it actually doesn't apply to that person. 
right? Mm. So a specific compliment mm -hmm. is going to help you get to step one and actually get the information you need out of this individual. Thirdly, it was a topic that I understood, like I said, was a passion project for them. And then fourth, it was sincerity. So you got four things. Secret sauce, skill is the compliment. Next thing to notice is the relevance to the individual. The third thing is I understood that was a passion for that individual. And then the fourth was my tone and sincerity because I really was sincere. I wanted to know. Mm. Yo, my observation to that, like I love this because like, it makes you feel good when you can find that common ground. And I call this idea something I came up with. It's like bridge building. You mm. know what I mean? And there's, there's the idea of the opposite of burning a bridge. It's like, are you allowing bridges to be built? And I think when you're interested in people and you have that curiosity, people naturally want to come to live and talk about the things that they're interested and passionate about. Mm -hmm. So I think you naturally have this gift. And I think that hopefully you're going to teach us some of the magic sauce behind it. Because when you do that, you find so much more interest in the people around you and you're mm -hmm. bringing people to life, you know? So I guess that's an aha moment. I just got this. <laughs> so I'm going I'm to kick it back over to you, but I dig it. No, that's good. I mean, if you experience that aha moment, then I'm sure that maybe one of the listeners are like, you know what? I've been doing this. I just didn't know exactly why it was working. And that's definitely what I wanted to do for the listeners and for us today. Break it down. Because in doing the research, I learned this for myself. One of the pieces that I found is a quote by www.psychologytoday.com slash US slash basic slash motivation. It says motivation might be intrinsic whereby a person is inspired by outside forces, other people, or rewards. Motivation can also be intrinsic, whereby the inspiration comes from within, the desire to improve at a certain activity. What was cool about this, it goes on to say that intrinsic motivations tend to push people more forcefully and the accomplishments are more fulfilling. Why is that important, y'all? So what are you talking about, Dreams? What I'm saying is when you find motivations for that person that they're actually connected to based on their own passions and desires, then you can better align and the potential for you to get them to move increases. Does that make sense? Oh, big yeah. time. Mm -hmm. So by me understanding that T, he no longer wants to play the background. Say I needed T on the team to do something like a presentation. I was like, hey, you know, T-Rex, we've been working on this project for a while. I would like you to give the presentation because it aligns with his intrinsic desires, his potential for wanting to step out in front of people and do that are going to be higher than I say, hey, T, we got a couple of other things in the project. I need you to hang back. And can you knock that out for us while we go do the presentation? He may not like that as much because it doesn't align with his intrinsic motivations. That's why this piece is so important. And you don't understand that secret sauce. You can't get the secret sauce until you go through the observational questioning to find out what that person's passionate about. Sometimes we move so much. We want people to do the things that we want them to do. And you're like, why don't you just think like me? Why don't you just, you know, put the ketchup in the fridge? <laughs> because certain things just don't connect the same way until you find out how that individual is wired. That's why the observational question is so important. So my next roundtable question for the fellas, do you remember what your parents wanted you to be when you grew up? Let's go with T first. Damn. Uh, let's see. I guess uh, the typical doctor, mm -hmm. at least my mom wanted that for me. Yeah. I hear that. I hear that. What about you, Jack? 
sports was a big thing in our house. I think it was basketball. So, you know, I was going to be a professional mm. basketball player, maybe a wrestler, a wrestler, something in the entertainment. I think that platform was created at a, at an early age. A wrestler. Your mom wanted you to be a wrestler. <laughs> Your mom wanted you to be a wrestler, or you wanted you to wrestle. That's a good family. <laughs> my dad made more the wrestler. Your dad. Ah. My dad wanted me to be like Evil Knievel, <laughs> I think, based on the stunts he had, had me going with. So to be real with you, I. Um, how about you, Dreams? Oh man. Or what? What can you take from that? No. So from that. Okay, so y'all want to get more of the secret sauce. Y'all want to understand what I'm using. We're using it together. <laughs> See, now yeah. you're thinking, Jay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what I'm getting is I'm honestly just asking that question to basically make my next point, and I'll explain a little further. So for me, my mom wanted me to be an engineer, right? That was the thing that she said I was going to do. Like from the sixth grade, she had me in these little classes where I was building bridges with toothpicks. And then taking all the advanced courses. And even though I feel like, mom, these kids are really smart, like really, really smart. I'm I'm struggling in this class, just making it. But she had me there, you know, and I did it. I grunted it up and made it, you know, got all the college, you know, my story, got the scholarship and everything. But what I realized for me, my motivation in life wasn't necessarily engineering. It was to understand how things work. I love figuring shit out. It drives me. It fuels me. I have to know the mechanics and the breakdowns of why it works. And I guess I found out the more complex the thing is, the more interested I become. So I'll leave that point there, but I'm going to give you this quote right here. What do y'all feel about that? Jay said he wanted to say something. <laughs> That's hot. No, the engineer mind, I'm, I'm fascinated with. Like when you take an engineer mind and you put it in health and fitness or you put it in business or you give it a problem, if you have somebody in your crew, it's essential. I think to have an engineer, you're just going to move faster and you're going to be able to understand and break things down and create a better blueprint for going forward. So I'd see that in you. And I think that that's a, it's a huge, huge asset. Hey, T, did you want to add anything or... No, sorry. Go ahead. I was just waiting for you to follow up on the uh, point you oh. made. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the point, what I'm getting at with that is I need to understand how things work. I throw this quote at you. Psychology Today. There's this guy named Abraham Maslow back in 1943. According to Maslow, humans are inherently motivated to better themselves. So that's something that we got to know, right? For all of this to work. Eventually, Maslow extended the theory to include a need for self-transcendence. People reach the pinnacle of growth and find the highest meaning in life by attending to things beyond themselves. So for me, I believe my level of transcendence comes when I learn to understand human beings. Because for me, what's more complicated than a human being? A female human being. (laughs) (laughs) Final answer. No, he did it. Yes, it did. <laughs> <laughs> My female listeners there, that does not reflect all the views of manhood experiment and any other disclaimers I'll here. Just there. Plan on, <laughs> we, can't, we can't live without you. In we this perpetual you. universe. Yeah. <laughs> just put a little disclaimer out there. No, we can't live without y'all. That's what that's what they say, man. That's what the song say. All right, so the point. The intrinsic motivation of being a successful engineer for me was not greater than my intrinsic motivation to interact with other human beings for the selfish purpose of one day understanding people. 
which is now, I feel, one of my strongest gifts, which is kind of what Jay was also kind of tapping into. So that is point number two, in a sense. Make sure you identify the motivation and not only identify the motivation, not the motivation that you would give, but their intrinsic motivation. So you use the observational questioning to understand somebody's intrinsic motivation, what truly drives them. Hey, listeners, this is Big Dreams. And I just wanted to take a moment to thank you all for listening to today's episode of The Manhood Experiment. Please follow us on TikTok and Instagram at Manhood Experiment. There, you'll find the latest giveaways and some very funny behind-the-scenes moments. Now, back to the show. And I think if you want to practice that, you really have to dig deep into yourself and try to see where your intrinsic Mm. motivation is and your extrinsic and have that in mind for yourself and practice that, build that awareness. And then you could start tapping to that for other people too. But my point is just start with self first. You got to, man. Michael Jackson said it first or said Mm -hmm. it best. I'm talking to that man in the mirror. Mm -hmm. I'm asking Mm -hmm. him to make a change. Mm -hmm. If you want to make a change, (laughs) I ain't going to do the whole thing. (laughs) But yeah, you do actually have to kind of practice with yourself of identifying what truly motivates you. That's why I said you're not going to actually just use this as a power to understand and influence the rest of the world, but you're going to have to do some self-work to also be able to tap in and open up a bit when somebody does give you their intrinsic motivation and tell you about their passion projects so you can actually identify where you can align yourself or your goals or how you operate with how they operate. And that's when you kind of start getting to the negotiation table. So now we're getting closer to that place of where we can push this person to move and accomplish a task because we're identifying what they actually enjoy doing or what they're actually passionate about doing. And let's give some people a breakdown like where this is useful. Because as you're saying this, I can look mm-hmm. at the managers that I've had in the past or business partners I've had in the past. And you know, one mm-hmm. right now specifically comes to my mind who's also got the engineering background who just brings the best out of people. And it's, it's genuine. Mm-hmm. It's like it lifts those people up, gets them to tune in on the radio station, buy in. And that's such a gift that I love being around because it's the opposite of draining you. When you're around these people, they're the plug in that you get to plug into and you get fired up. And I like to say that I say I like to say I'm I'm one of those plugs. But and you I believe that. I see that. Yeah, definitely. But I just think of like, okay, let's break down some examples. Obviously, this helps with management. It helps when you have a partner Mm -hmm. that you're working with, you know, on a project. This could help with, it can make daily life just more enjoyable. But what are some other examples that you see this? Spouse, husband, and wife, you're really tapping into understanding that individual, you know? I feel like every interaction, you should bring that energy where you want to influence and motivate people. It's just, what did you say, coworkers in business, in business every day. Jay, as you have clients, you have to figure out ways to motivate them and tap into that intrinsic. You, we always have conversations about that, like Mm -hmm. why you're doing this, you know? So I feel with even like my passion projects, like doing film work and cinematography and getting creative, I always had to motivate people to get things done, to help me out because you can't go along by yourself, you know? So... Wherever you have to interact with people, I believe this will come in handy. 
Yeah, the greatest individuals that we know of all had teams. You know, anybody in history, you can count them in sports, politics, wherever you want to go. You know, MJ, he had Scotty Pippen, he had Dennis Rodman. You you need a team. And then knowing how to influence and motivate your team makes all the difference. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if you watch The Last Dance with Michael Jordan, highly recommend it. I mean, that's what... Jordan brought out the fire out of other people. Obviously, he he brought it, but I think that's where it's different with some of these big star athletes. They go out and they show out. But like the best performer can bring mm-hmm. that out of other people. And you know, coaches have to do this constantly. And when you look at all the tactics that coaches have, like this is a, a prerequisite. You better have this skill set. Yes, sir. But that coaching comes along with, I think, with so many different things in life to get people to buy in. And speaking of uh, The Last Dance, there was an episode with Dennis Rodman where he was just so undisciplined, but MJ found a way to get him <laughs> just so motivated and back into the game. Anyways, I just thought about that. Yeah. And the coach. And it was a coach kind of understanding. Phil Jackson. Yeah. Phil Jackson, understanding him as a human being, as a person, to give him that space to be this creative or this i don't know he said indigo child or something like that um based on mm-hmm. his uh, indian roots but they had that commonality of being able to find a line of passion of his with dennis robin they found this common ground to say hey i know i can give you a space because this helps you release so when you come back and play for us you're completely here you're focused and you're giving us 120 percent because i understand you now i know how to motivate you i know how to coach you but if he didn't understand who Dennis Rodman was as an individual, he could have been a problem child for the Bulls. You know, he could have been missing tons of games and just that whole energy that he had in the uh, the celebrity world just translate into the game and just, you know, it wouldn't be the Bulls. Michael Jordan wouldn't be who he is, honestly. He wouldn't have the titles. You know what I mean? So that just shows you how important your ability to understand people to ask these observational questions, to do the observational question, you can understand their motivations and their intrinsic motivation, which is more important than the motivation that we all may have. So let's break it down. This is tip number three. So now we get into the place to where we align our desired goal with an intrinsic motivation. And this is how I came up with Motive 8. I did a lot of research, skyprep.com, the types of motivation you need to know for online learning. And I kind of came up with my own little variations of this, right? So I came up with eight motivations per se. So some people are motivated by like incentive, which is an easy solution, money, tangible items. Number two, some people motivated by power, the ability to influence and control. And that can kind of seep in other places like gray areas, right? Another one could be, you say like acceptance in a sense, you know, the ability you want to be accepted, you want to be approved of. The other one could be more of reputation. It's not necessarily approval, but you want to make sure you always look a certain way, right? So reputation and approval, two different things, because you may not care what other people approve of if your reputation precedes you. So that's a different, that's a nuance that you might have a difficult time understanding difference of who you're talking to those are the closest together but the next one is security peace of mind you're probably talking to somebody who's more risk adverse non-confrontational the next one is fear fear motivates people right somebody who's also maybe risk adverse or they fear consequences so that would motivate them to move 
they might be a great planner because of that. So don't always look at these as a negative thing or a positive thing. Just look at it for what it is. That's another piece of this, of the secret sauce. Look at it for what it is. Don't put words in the common language of what we now see them. Allow people to be who they are. The next one is understanding, competence. I like a challenge. That's those type of people. That's me. I want to understand almost everything. I like to be challenged. I like to say, you know, this would be difficult for you. Maybe you should try it because you will grow. You think so? Okay, let me give it a shot. That's me. <laughs> the eighth one is creative expression. Some people just want to be free. They want to have the option of choice. So say if I gave somebody the option to be a part of the project, but not only be a part of the project, I need you to design a cover that you think would fit our presentation. That would be that type of individual who would want to take that shot of like, yeah, I would love to jump at the opportunity, express myself and use my secret talent to be portrayed in this light. That's that individual. So you got eight different motivations. This is why I call it motive eight to kind of choose from. And not everybody's just going to be one of these. We're complex individuals. Some people may have different percentages of these mixed in the mix, right? So your job will be as you understand people and understand the different motives that exist is to try to take the one that best fits this individual. And that's when you kind of take a personal, selfish, objective look at this individual and try to put them in one of these categories. Like I said, not for a negative or a positive, but just based on who they are. How did I sit with y'all? It's a lot. It's like, shoot, can we get an app for that? But no, it's it's a fantastic. <laughs> I mean, being able to have that that skill set just brings out, I think, that curiosity. You start to pick up patterns. I mean, that's the way that I look at that. Mm-hmm. Pattern recognition. And when you do that, I think you can recognize and figure this out so much faster with the people around you to just make the most out of, out of every situation that you're in. But no, I can recognize a, a bunch of different examples of how I see this in my life. Like the application for it. Yeah. What about you, T? So I think when I think about this podcast and back in 2020, when there's COVID, there was a lot of people with just like a talking crap online, a lot of misinformation. Mm. And I felt like I wanted to express myself and I didn't have an audience. And then that burning desire of this podcast. And that's when I started to reach out to you, Dreams. And I feel it was that motivation was coming from a place of power, not power really, but influence. Mm -hmm. I wanted to have my word out there and I just didn't have that audience. So that motivation came from there. Mm. But lately, I feel it has shifted from more of that to where it's more of a creative expression. Hmm. So my point probably is, that sometimes your motivation might be one thing and then it shifts. But it, sometimes to identify that in someone, it may take some time if you're looking to figure out this person's motive, where is the motivation coming from? It may seem right. like influence or maybe deeply really from a creative expression. It's true. It's true. It's just an example. And that's kind of what I mentioned the first time when you first spoke about it. I said you wanted to have a way of stepping from out of the background. And I said that specifically because I saw that. I've been using the tools for a while, so I I have a little bit of an advantage. That's why I said this is my skill, but I wanted to share how it works so that somebody else, I believe that 
everything can be learned, which is also part of my motivation with my skill. I think everything can be learned. Everything, if you push for it, can be understood, right? So yeah, it has four different steps or three different steps to this. And it seems like a lot of information, but you ever see these people like, man, that's such a people person. I wish I was more of a people person. This is a big piece of that, of how to, what Stephen Covey said, win friends, influence people. That's Dale Carnegie. It's a misquote. He's dropping that, man. Habits of highly effective. Highly effective people. (laughs) (laughs) True, true, true. But yeah, like if if that's who you want to be, I definitely feel like this would be something that you want to tap into. Start looking at people and finding out if you could place them in different categories of how are they motivated, incentive, power, social reputation, security. Is it fear? Is it understanding? Is it creative expression like T? He said it started at one thing where you thought it was more, I want power. I want want to be able to tell people what I think, right? Which is really not power, but it actually is a piece of creative expression. That way you don't miscategorize the person across the table. I'll give you one last example, right? When I got my house, my mom was visiting. Everything was great. And I dropped off the airport. We came back up and there's just water flooding down the street. I'm like, oh my gosh, where's all this water coming from? And it's coming from my house, lo and behold. So I got to get a plumber. The plumber comes, they check it out, and they give me this crazy outrageous price, like $15,000. Like, I'm just going to throw the number out. It's like $15,000. And I'm like, you want to charge me $15,000 to fix a leak? Are you serious? So I was like, I got to tap into my skills. So I immediately started going into step one. Man, you know, what's your name? What are you, where are you from? Yada, 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 yada. Talking it up, finding out what they appreciate. I was like, how long have y'all had this business? You know, I'm getting all my information because I'm about to lay in on this guy. <laughs> and that's why I said this is a really a superpower. So please use it respectively. Respect it as thus. It can really make changes for you. So anyway, I get all this information about him and I find out something that Maybe he didn't know he was telling me. He was very concerned about the business's reputation. Why did I know this? Because he talked about the views and the five stars and all the things that he was getting on Google ads. And everything was centered around reputation. How people seen him, how the other customers that he worked with always said good things about him. But he was charging me $15,000. I was like, hey, man, you need to put your money where your mouth is or either vice versa, <laughs> you know, things got to align. They're not aligning right now. So I'm talking to him like, well, maybe we could walk down, you know, maybe $10,000. So finally I let him know the guys get it done. And I talked to him one more time. I'm like, Hey, you know what? You guys got things done, but I was really having an issue with communicating with them and trying to explain the days that I was going to be present, the days I wasn't going to be present. Long story short, I said, the key words was this. It would really be unfortunate if a review based on this experience, I had to post because you guys did an exceptional job, but my overall experience is not a best reflection of your business. And I don't think you want to be somebody whose reflection of their business doesn't match their actual actions. So what I would like to do is just settle this at 8,500, 9,500. And he's like, you know what? Devon, when you first spoke to me, that's exactly what you said you wanted. You said 9,500. And I told you no at that time. 
And he was frustrated. Oh, he was mad, mad, mad. <laughs> Big mad. But I was like, well, you know what? I'm just going to have to move how I move and you move how you move if that's the case. He's like, well, you know what? We'll do it for 9500 And after this, we're done, Devon. We get it done and that's it. So I was like, all right, cool. And that's how Dreams got it done. From $15,000 to 9500 was a big savings for me to get the things that I need. And it was a pretty big job. But overall, for me, understanding his motivations and what he truly cared about allowed me to influence him and get him to do exactly what I wanted him to do, which was give me the price that I thought was fair. So like, this is a powerful tool is what I'm telling you guys. So I hope that um, is helpful for you. Did y'all have any add-ons for that or anything you wanted to add, fellas, before I get the experiment of the day? I would say, I know you from the financial world and you're my to-go guy for banking information and finances. And I noticed like everyone else in that place never really got to know me. You're the one who always asks questions and figure out, okay, why are you doing this? Where are you going with this? What are your dreams are at? And that's how we connected. And today, like we're True. doing this podcast. So I would say that is a, a really good skill you have of connecting deep with a person on a much deeper level than transactional. Mm -hmm. And you can use it for influence and getting things done, but you could also do it to build friendships exactly. and build connections. Yeah. So I, I do admire that from you. And I notice also like when someone else walks into the building, they're like healing you out and everyone recognizes you. And <laughs> right. Yeah. So it's not only me you build relationships with, it's everyone around you. So that's an amazing skill. And to see you dissect this and like peel the onion and show you what's going on behind the scenes of dreams. I think that's amazing. I appreciate you for, you know, listening and thank you for the feedback on that. Yeah, I definitely want to give y'all something y'all can hold on to and maybe make your lives a little easier. <laughs> Not just my boys, but listeners no, too, y'all. We love y'all too. <laughs> I think it's something that you can understand the concept, but when you can hear the breakdown of behind the scenes and how you can add that as a tool or an asset to take interest and start practicing that on a regular basis. It really does. It makes life enjoyable. If you can get people to come alive Yay. all around you, it's like, well, that's a great world to live in. If you can just get people to live up to whether it's what they're capable of or just mm. encouraging people. And I think that there's a way that you're kind of doing motivational interviewing with people that, that encourages them to live up to whatever it is. And so I, I see, I just see it as a, it's, it's a great tool that I think you can put into the toolbox. Yeah. Like you said, it's got so many different pieces. You said one, build genuine friendships, right? We didn't even talk about the benefits of it, but the benefits, build genuine friendships. Another one is to make sure you're getting a fair deal. If you have to defend yourself, right. From maybe your predator, we talked about the last episode, you know, why did I say yes when I wanted to say no? So being able to defend yourself in those situations. And then two, you can hold people accountable to what they said they actually wanted to do, such as what we do in real friendships. I get on a conversation with my boys. I'm like, T, what's the plans for this month? What are you trying to do? He said, I'm trying to accomplish these goals, trying to get to this number. I'm like, okay, well, let's, let's do it because you said it. That seems like something you're passionate about. So let me hold you accountable to that. Jay, you said you're going to be running. You're going to be getting this many miles in. You're going to be getting this workout and you will be sticking to this diet because you're passionate about that example and that piece of your reputation matching your ability to be able to 
influence people and encourage them to do better, to be their best selves. Like those all connect. As you see, nobody's just one thing. That's what I want you guys to do. So when you practice today's experiment, I want you to take some time with the people that are closest to you, because I feel that'd be the easiest to understand their intrinsic motivations. We all have external motivations, food, sleep, the need to be around people, you know, those things that we all go for, the intrinsic motivations that are just unique to them. If you don't know those things, take some time to discover those things about the people around you and watch how your relationships develop. Watch how much you connect and find something that's unique and find more common ground to build stronger relationships. So hope this was a valuable tool. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. We're going to sign off. We got T-Rex. We got J-Dragon. We got big dreams in the house. Watch your mouth. I had to say it one time. (laughs) (laughs) And this is the Manhood Experiment. Y'all take care. We love y'all. And we'll see you next time. Boom. Hey, what's up? This is Big Dreams. Thank you for checking out today's episode of The Manhood Experiment. If you like today's episode, please subscribe and give us five stars. Not only does your feedback matter, but it helps us to connect with others just like you that find value in our weekly episodes. So subscribe, share, and speak with your friends and family about today's episode. And most importantly, take care of yourself, keep growing, and join us again on the next episode of The Manhood Experiment.